Welcome back to Bread and Butter, everybody. We are the Hearthstone Podcast, where we serve up the basics for your Hearthstone improvement. This week, we have a very special returning guest, Terry. Terry, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good myself. Just been a been a lazy day. Partners out of town, so I've just been kind of just being a little goblin. Tito, how about yourself? I wish I was being a little goblin today. Uh, it's been um, a busy, interesting day. Uh, my ISP decided they were going to uh, start work on the area. Meanwhile, I was supposed to be busy at work, so that made it difficult. But we got through it. Hopefully we're all set, and hopefully we actually have better internet. How about yourself, Doc? What have you been up to besides... Uh, what, have you been, what have you been doing outside of Hearthstone besides being a lazy goblin? Um, so in WoW today, I farmed the Bone White Primal Raptor in Miss Vandaria. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what that requires is you have to collect 9,999 giant dinosaur bones and then turn them in. And it's basically just this like albino unicorn raptor. And I did it with a buddy of mine today and it took, took like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, um, but it was it was fun, and I've been playing a lot of uh, Swotar, the Star Wars MMO. Mm-hmm. That is incredibly fun. Every single cutscene and every single quest is voice acted. Like there's just, and most quests have at least one cutscene to them. It's just it's just very fun. I know it's old, but uh, I've just been on a huge Star Wars kick recently, and that's everything I've been doing outside of Hearthstone. Terry, how about yourself? Uh, outside of Hearthstone, not too much. Uh... Just took like the weekend off from like Twitch and everything. Spent some time with the family. We're supposed to do a early Mother's Day dinner with my wife on Sunday, but we both got lazy and we just stayed home. So we're gonna turn it into a, a Friday early Mother's Day lunch or dinner. Nice. Yes, but outside of that, not too much. Like uh, just taking care of the kid and take care of school and Chinese school, and just being a dad most mainly. I think exciting. Well, you just had a big tournament. Why don't you talk about that? That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We had the the Robomin. I think it was two weeks ago now. Is it two weeks ago now? Yeah, it's been two weeks ago. It was a fundraiser for Maritime Max. We raised over $1,200 for her. Uh, it was like a 64-person tournament, battleground tournament. There was like people from like all over the world competing. Happened all in one day. It was just a lot of fun in general. And we had a nice little side bet with Hype Horizon that uh, the HSBG Club team came through. Barely. We won't mention nice. the we won't mention the members of uh, Team Hyper Rising because one of them might be here that failed their team. I won't mention names. No, <laughs> Tito is me, and I went out the first round. Uh, I have not been as invested in battlegrounds as I should have been, but it was all in good fun, and we actually had uh, Peaceful C who went really deep, and I think he lost by like a fraction fractions of points. Right? It was pretty close. It actually ended up being. Uh, he Alex ended up advancing to the final while Peaceful didn't, but it was actually really close for both of them in the very last in the semifinals. Like they both had a very good chance to make it into the finals. Just I guess a little bit of bad luck for Peaceful didn't allow him to get there. Yeah, it was it was a long day for sure, especially if if, if you made, I had a, I had a nice day, so I had to rush to get home to get into it. But then it was done. It you know you get out first round, you're in, you're out, you're done. Um, so, Terry, what have you been doing inside the world of Hearthstone? You just said you took, like, the weekend off from streaming, which must be nice and relaxing. But what have you been doing? Uh, just grinding ladder, mainly. Like, I was trying to get back on the top 500. 
before uh, the reset occurred. But then when I took the weekend off, I was still playing on my phone. And probably dropped like 800 MMR because I was like falling asleep while playing, watching TV <laughs> while playing and stuff. So like not usually the best for trying to do like high MMR stuff. Uh, also still just running running events at HSPG Club every week. Still running like four or five tournaments a week on there. Just, you know, just a casual gathering like every like Tuesday and Thursday nights. Pretty that's fun. Why you pl- that's why you play on your EU account when you're uh, on your phone. <laughs> no, I, I put in volume, man. I have almost like eight thousand hours played on Battlegrounds, so like I, you gotta keep that volume number up. You gotta say number one, you know, at least in volume. <laughs> there you go. How about yourself, Doc? What have you been doing inside the game of Hearthstone? Uh, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of Mech Paladin. Uh, the other day, I got Storm Rage's uh, Challenge a Friend quest. Mm-hmm. I think it's the only time I have ever and will ever beat Storm Rage in a game of standard Hearthstone. Um. He was playing. He was playing like Outcast Demon Hunter, and I just kind of had the nut draw for Mech Paladin, and it just didn't line up well for him. But it, it was a lot of fun. Like Daniel's a cool guy, and then I've been also playing a lot of Unholy DK on ladder. Uh, that's just it's Unholy DK. It's kind of just easy right now. Um, but I still I still think it's fun. Like there's still fun little decisions you can make with like the discovers and stuff that are in there, and with like the. Uh, naga the naga school teacher um and then while playing bgs today i ran into uh ao who was a friend of mine from thl Uh, i just loaded into a game of bgs on my phone as i was watching black clover this morning and i just get this pop-up from him because i haven't talked to him in like a year and he's like hey man good luck and i was like what like what's going on and so sure enough he was like three players above me in like the player tab and he actually, he did better than I did. I got fifth and he got third. So that was fun. But yeah, just running into people you know, like in the game, just by happenstance is cool. Like it's only happened to me three times, but still pretty cool. Tito, how about yourself? Yeah, no, I like when I run into people, especially when they just pop in, you don't notice them. The Every once in a while, you, you don't even notice. And then it's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Good luck. And it's like, oh, I'm playing this person. Great. Um I've been in Hearthstone. So I forget to talk about my outside of Hearthstone, so I'll do that real quick. Um, I spent the weekend cutting down trees and landscaping, and that was very, very tiring. I normally don't go to bed until around midnight, but I was in bed by like 10 o'clock last night because I was absolutely beat. But we had to we had to get some rid of some trees because we are um, they're dying and some old, and we're we're putting up some solar pretty soon. So uh, we're gonna hopefully help the environment there with um, and my electric bill because that's kind of high right now with the way things go but it was fun and it's nice to get some stuff done around the house that you're expecting even if it's removing things but uh in hearthstone i have been trying to innovate new decks and that's gone okay until it doesn't uh we we me and my community uh we started building a unholy death growl deck because there's nothing out there and of course, people have tried it and they haven't, but I figured, why the heck not? Why can't we do it? And we tried to build it around rev- rev- revelers and get your uh, get the revelers to spread their summoning onto other things like Cagehead and, and the Stoneborn Generals, and it ends up being kind of a swarm deck. It was a lot of fun. We were like 15 and 15 to start. So it felt like maybe we had something there, but uh, then when you start playing at night when all the good players are on, it was a little harder. 
but we're going to keep working at that, hopefully. Um, outside of that, um, I won my first THL match, so I'm 1-1 one one so far. That felt really nice. good. Nice. Um, played my first game like absolute butt. Got my ass kicked because I made some really poor decisions from the start. Game 4, I'm like, this is going to be an 0-3. I'm going to embarrass myself, but... We, we won some really, uh, I think, well-played games, and I'm looking forward to this week. Um, I'm playing somebody who, what's their name? Somebody somebody known that I don't know that well, but um, their name, where is it? Boom, boom. Uh, NH Nigel Fan, who I guess, I mean, they're a very good wild player, but they also play this. And when I'm asking how I should prepare, they're like, they're good. They're very, very, very good. So little intimidating but we'll, we'll we'll figure it out um but doc i don't know about you but i'm starting to get some hungry how about how about yourself you ready for maybe a little main course tonight skip the appetizers uh yeah so yeah so uh big news and if i don't know how you wouldn't know this unless you're like living under a rock but uh battlegrounds is getting a giant update with season four launching uh as of recording tomorrow um, and it's kind of like a staggered launch with uh, certain tribes being pushed back a couple days just to, I would imagine, to relieve stress from the servers, probably. I actually believe they're doing it to not totally overwhelm uh, the competitors that way because there's, there's a hundred new additions and subtractions. So I, I think they're doing it in a way that they will you know, give us an opportunity to learn six, I think six are releasing on the first day, and then they're going to stagger the more releases, um, one at a time and a couple at a time later on. And that way, when they introduce the new tribe, you already kind of know all, uh, not the new tribe, but the new reimagined tribe that you will have the other ones already kind of under your belt and you won't be so overwhelmed that you don't want to play. I was going to say, that's what that's pretty much why I think they're doing the launch, because like if if you're not playing the game like hardcore, like a ton of games every day, you just play like a few games. Like having like nine new tribes and all, like 56 new minions just get thrown at you and only see them like maybe like once a day or something is just too overwhelming for a, a less, a more casual player. So like this way, you know, you'll play your, your few games, you'll see all the new minions a few times, start get used to it, and then just gradually add some more in. I think that's the plan. For me, like, I'm not as competitive at BGs as you, Terry. Yeah. I would embrace the chaos of just having all this new stuff all at once and just have sensory overload because it'd be like a kid in the candy shop. Like, there are so many fun things to try. Like, I want to try to do all of it. And I understand that spacing it out lets you do all of it significantly easier. But I don't know. I just kind of like the feeling of being overwhelmed. It kind of feel like a, uh, like a standard release. Uh, but the the first class or the first tribe, I should say, uh, that we can talk about, uh, Beasts. Okay, so Beasts kind of get revamped into, like, a token tribe uh, in this patch. Um, a lot of, like, the pure stat builds are all kind of gone. Like, they removed Goldrin. Like, so Goldrin Macaw was, like, one of the popular builds, which just produced, like, a bunch of big beast stats. Uh, that's gone. And they're just replacing it with more things that, like, summon minions and will, like, give more stats to minions being summoned. So it's kind of, like forcing uh just like a different path for beasts as opposed to the old conventional we'll just get mama bear we'll make some big beasts and we'll just let them grow through goldrin um some new cars that are coming in that are interesting banana slammer 
which doubles the stats apiece. So it's kind of like a second Mama Bear at a lower tier. Um, Macaw's being removed for the first few days because there's some bug on it, in case no one's aware. But uh, that's actually going to be a problem from playing Leapfrogger because Leapfrogger's still in. Was probably going to be the best beast build, but that's kind of gone. So it's going to be a lot more interesting. It's just going to be more about just summoning random minions and them being big from Mama Bear and this new Banana Slammer creature. I mean, Banana Slammer doesn't... Am I wrong? It doesn't feel that exciting because it's when you summon a beast in combat double its stats. But outside of maybe the Sly Raptor and I guess maybe if you get a big up Blanchy. Yeah, Blanchy, like maybe just for like Rat Pack summons and just stuff like that. They'll all just be bigger, right? And just, just summon like bigger minions to give you more tempo through the, the middle of the game. And if you have something like Mama Bear, then like all of a sudden our Rat Pack is spawning out like 11-11s or... No, 12-12s as opposed to only 6-6s, six right? So it'll add, like, additional stats for it when it gets combined with Mama Bear or, like, Pale Scale and other such things. So I think it's kind of interesting during the mid-game. But beasts are worse now, right? It, like, to me, they, they feel worse. Well, they're, they're probably just, like, very oriented toward Leapfrogger or, like, Fell Stomper... Uh, gas coiler type games but uh, I think they're probably going to end up being a little bit better I think a bunch of the new cards that they were added are are better for that for both tempo early as well as like some end game stuff to help you get to like the end game so it seems like they're probably a little bit better because like cards that are removed like don't necessarily affect this build the frogger build too much you're probably going to get a lot of takes like that for me though, because I, I, my favorite was <laughs> my favorite build was a Goldrin build, and I would I would rotate out of probably Leapfrogger for Goldrin when I had the opportunity, just because I liked it that much more, um, even if it wasn't the right decision. So, um, I, I, I probably have very narrow view of the the comps. I mean, Goldrin was definitely like a super classic build from like day one. So, being a fan of that build yeah. is not uncommon. I don't think. I uh, I will say the one minion that got introduced that upsets me more than any other minion is Octasari, Rap God, which, fantastic name. It's a 6-7. Like, could have made it an 8-8 eight, eight and just ran with the meme and just had it be kind of a meme. And it's a tier 6. Like, it's not like, like the two more or three more in stats would make it, like, super busted. I don't know. I think they could have. I think they could have ran with the meme of Octasari still being an eight eight. Yeah, I could see it being an eight eight. It would probably be too good as an eight eight, at least just on its own. And actually, well, would it be too good? I think you want this to die, right? Like it's. Well, I guess it doesn't matter in battlegrounds. I'm thinking more of standard, but like the the whole concept. So Octasari, Rap God, Death Rattle, summon a two two tentacle. It gains plus two plus two permanently after you summon a minion in combat. So this kind of plays into the banana slam, a rat pack, uh, ghost caller builds. And every time you summon something, your tentacle just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's a blizzard joke. I'm surprised they missed last week. But um, why? <laughs> I mean, that that's kind of the payoff for all this, right? So uh, how good is this card? I'm, this card right now is probably, like, pretty mediocre just because Coiler and Felstomper are probably better. But, like, I think if it was just, like, an 8-8 summon a 2-2, it'd just be, like, a very good tempo card initially. 
like triple into like it'd probably be considered a brick because it doesn't really give you a lot of direction if you like just triple into it because like the death rattle kind of is okay but like the stats would be like very good for its size um so it's probably like gonna be mediocre but if you build around it it could get like the the death rattle could get really out of hand right because like every time you summon a rat so like say you summon three rats it just gains like the death rattle just gains six six permanently so by the end of the game, like the death rod could be like a 50-50, 60-60 that pops out of this thing. So I think it's still going to be like pretty good in like all beast builds, but just not like that great of one to just triple into. But it could definitely be something like tempo oriented. And they got rid of cats. The cats are gone. Yeah, cats are gone. You got replaced by the the one drop guy that summons the two taunt minions. So the this one, I mean, so this one's actually good if you're playing. Uh, Leapfrogger though, because it, it summons two zero ones so that unlike the sewer rat, you know how normally when you're playing um, Leapfroggers you want sewer rats because they can protect your Baron. So this is a little bit better because it summons zero ones. So if like they haven't been leaped onto yet, they won't just like attack and die. So they kind of have like the, sometimes you summon the two three turtle, it has no leaps on it and then it just attacks and dies. This one there's zero ones so they can't attack so they don't waste attacks by just you know having yeah being forced to attack so it's actually a much better minion for the froggers and the sewer rat would be oh sure it's just i'm looking at the uh, the, the cats are gone and that was all that yeah. I, so much of the the early game economy was like be so we can get the tokens and sell them and that's it's gonna be different i said a lot of the economy got removed on um, tier one so it's definitely gonna be a slightly different game all right anybody but, else have any final thoughts on beast before we move on to the next tribe Octasarian eight eight. That's that's my final thoughts. Hat, you heard him. He, we have we have an inside now. Inside members. Hat said he's he's in on the inside now for us. So he'll make it happen. All right. <laughs> so the next tribe is Murlocs, and I guess the most important thing to talk about with Murlocs is the change in Poisonous. So Poisonous used to be. If that minion did damage, it would kill the minion it attacked. Now, Venomous is the replacement, and that means the first time it does damage, it will automatically kill that minion, and then that poison goes away. So, first off, Dano was vindicated because he had a, a big argument about this on Squelch over a year ago, the difference between pen Venomous and Poisonous, so good for him. Uh, but what are we thinking about Morlocks? I, I'm not um, a... Oh, go ahead. I mean, the losing permanent uh, poisonous like does hurt because you could give everything poisonous if you had the right build. Um, but they're way more stat-oriented now. Um, like, even with, like, buffing cards in your hand, so that's adding, like, a different take on stacking mechanics that haven't been seen too much in BGs. Other than adding a card to your hand, something in your board gets buffed. Um, so, like that, I think that's super cool the way that they're kind of transitioning to having your hand matter. So, like, you actually might want to hold on to a couple cards for a few turns so they can gain more stats before you play them now instead of just trying to get your stuff out. Uh, and then, Upbeat, uh, they're the first tribe that we can see with Upbeat, with Upbeat Flutist. Uh, at the end of every two turns, give a random minion in your hand plus nine health. Uh, 
And then Golden, obviously, plus 18 health. Um, I think Upbeat's going to be super fun, and they're just all different kinds of turn effects for Upbeat. Uh, Terry, what do you think about Murlocs? Well, I, I am not a fan of the, the change in Poison. I think Poison was fine. And it kind of a, means you have less comeback mechanics now that you can't, you don't have like a steady source of Poison. If you kind of fall behind in stats to like another stat build, you have like almost no way of coming back. Like they even don't even have like just give a minion venomous anymore. Like they just have the tier five guy now or operating belcher that when it death rattles it gives a friendly murloc venomous. But it makes it much harder to come back in the game, which is kind of a problem. Um it does, it, the change though for like holding minions in your hand is interesting. I think the key to Murlocs is gonna be uh, this new tier four minion bass skill. Where summons your highest health minion from your combat as a death rattle, and with uh, combined with brain counter, uh, which is while well, this is in your hand after you play on Murloc, gain plus three, plus two. So like, you just kind of want to have Baskill on board with like multiple brain counters or like a golden brain counter, and you just stat up the the one in your hand as opposed to standing up one on board, and just just always keep brain counter in your hand for like the rest of the game, and just keep standing it up like with, by playing Mur any Murloc you find. Also, uh, a new change is that Young Murkai now targets any battle cry, as opposed to only Murloc, uh, Murloc ones that did before, which is a pretty big change in that, like, you could do things like, uh, you know, give something taunt or do something, you know, like, just do, like, all sorts of things with all the other battle cries, new battle cries that were put into the game. So that's, like, a pretty big change, too, uh, the Young Murkai targeting any, any minion. Yeah, but most of it's going to be more about holding minions in your hand, I think, than, uh, standing up your board as much as possible because a lot of times you, you don't i mean you sell the minions to try to cycle and cycle them through and all that a lot right so now you don't you're you want to hold on to almost probably a full hand especially with the uh, new six mana the coral mcgurgle uh start of combat gain the stats of all the minions in your hand now is that a, that's not a permanent though right so they're always going to mm. start a six six and then they gain it next whatever yeah. you have in your hand yeah, it's it's always gonna start as a six six and then put the stats in your hand, but also works well as a bream counter again. So like I think bream counter and Baskill are probably gonna be the two most important early game yep. minions from what it's from what it looks like. Any other thoughts on um, Murlocs here? Uh, I like the upbeat. It's kind of interesting. I mean, it's it's hard to judge a whole new concept. This is a whole this is an entirely different class than it used to be. Yeah, I don't really like it. <laughs> I'm used to the old way of playing Murlocs. That, like, it gave you a chance to, like, have good scaling for the late game as well as the ability to, to set up poisons so you can, like, come back or tech pieces in at the end of the game. And now those those options are a little more limited in what you can do. Like, if you kind of fall behind. You think this is more skill testing? Uh, probably a little... Kind of hard to say so it could be a little more skill testing in that like you kind of have to set things up a little bit more but like it's a less a little less skill testing in that it doesn't give you as many end game options to tech into things which is kind of uh important it's more skill testing for like the mid game on how to like balance what to keep on board what to keep in your hand and that sort of stuff but i think a little less for end game i think end game is like where most people tend to to struggle because that's like the hardest part of the game that's fair. 
Uh, any other final thoughts on Murlocs before we move on to the next try? Not for me. No, I'm good. All right, Doc, what's next? Uh, yeah, so the next tribe is dragons. Um, so I can't remember what dragons lost, uh, but their first upbeat card is upbeat front drake, who's this little uh, black dra uh, drake that is playing a six-string guitar that just looks super awesome. It's like a very metal dragon. Um, at the end of every three turns, get another random dragon. And it says random. It doesn't say of your tavern tier. No, it should be all the random effects are ta your tavern tier or lower. So okay, so you think it was just a size, text size issue? They always just say random, but, but it's always implied. Oh, your tavern okay. tier or lower. They had it broken before with, if you don't remember, when uh, uh, Genie first came out and it was tier 5. And it would just spout, start spouting off tier 6 elementals back then. And it was extremely broken, and ever since then, random just means you're a tier or lower. Okay. I didn't realize that about BGs. Uh, yeah. Um, then the next new next new dragon, Stormbringer, after a different friendly dragon attacks, uh, this also gains it. Or after a friendly dragon gains attack, excuse me, this also gains it. Uh, it's a 1-7 tier 4. Um, that can be that can be pretty good, but they got rid of the I want to say Twilight Drake, but it wasn't Twilight Drake. It was the like the one three that gave every dragon one attack at the end of at the end of your turn. Oh, uh, Nether Drake. Yes. Yes, yeah, so that, that got removed. Uh, the two tier one dragons got removed. Uh, Chrome, Chroma Wing and the Red Wolf both got removed. Oh wow! Uh, one was replaced by upfront Drake. Uh, uh, Razor Gore got removed as a tier five. I'm trying to remember what else got removed. I think that's it. Oh, another Drake. Uh, it feels like a lot of this is they're really trying to play more into the the Terragosa type prime uh, pro promo Drake type plays, where it's just Terragosa and now Stormbringer kind of continually to grow bigger uh, as your game goes along. So uh, they're definitely playing a little more to that in the early game. Uh, a big change they made was the Caligos. And is that is whenever you trigger a battle cry now instead of whenever you play a battle cry. So if you have like Bran with Caligos and you play a, a battle cry and it triggers twice, uh, all your dragons go up by plus two, plus two, which is a very big change. It makes it like a, a lot better when you can combine it with Bran. And they also introduced a bunch of these new tier five dragons. One which can like discover a battle cry minion or trigger a battle or trigger a friendly minion's battle cry, as well as like give your other dragons plus four attack. So I think a lot of the dragons are gonna be like very attack heavy and less health heavy because of all this. Like the only thing that actually gives health now is Wolf Smothler and the the tier five one, the start of combat, give your other dragons plus four health. Most of everything else is all gonna be like attack. Well, they're going to be like glass cannony, I think, from from the looks of it. I'm not sure if there's anything else that gives health, but yeah, seems like everything gives. Nadine is going to be much more important now, I think, because you're just not going to have that big butt. Yeah, um, or maybe Walt Smuggler just becomes like more important for the build or whatever, just because it's the only thing that gives like gives health. But like, everything else is very attack oriented, which seems strange from dragons, but 
Well, I guess that's the new direction. Do you like it? It's okay. I like the Caligos change. I think that was necessary because Caligos just wasn't strong enough on its own prior to this. Like, tripling before, like, when Dragos first came out, tripling into Caligos was like, oh, this is an incredible scaling. But now with all the other how power creepers occurred, like, tripling the Caligos now, you're like, fuck, Caligos. <laughs> yeah. I guess I have to take it because there's no other option, but, like, you're not happy. And now it's like, it's kind of in between. You're like, okay, it's decent. If I find, like, a brand on Tier 5, I can make my dragons grow pretty quickly. So, you know, it's a little more ideal than it was uh, in, in the past, I think. So are we bullish or uh, do we think that um, dragons are better or worse than they used to be? I mean, they couldn't really get worse. So I technically have to say they got in better <laughs> because they had, like, no real scaling or anything. Then uh, their their main source of scaling Caligos was like so bad prior, so I guess they have to say they're they're better. Hopefully, I guess we'll see how it pans out, but it looks like they have to be a little bit better. All right. Uh, anybody have any final thoughts on uh, dragons as we uh, continue along with bread and butter, the crosstalk edition? <laughs> uh, rip at rip, uh, Redwall. Yeah, poor Redwall. We hardly knew you. Yeah, except you're from the. The first iteration of the game. Besides that, <laughs> yeah, it seemed like Red Wolf was time to go. It didn't always, It didn't feel like it was a, a solid investment anymore. The way it's the scaling has gone. Yeah, that's true. It definitely doesn't didn't scale as well. But it was definitely like a meme worthy build before, where yeah. everyone loved to do like Yasera and like you know six golden Red Wolves and all that sort of stuff. Back in the day. <laughs> uh, it was like a fan favorite back in the day. But you know, no more. The memes are gone. Well, anyway, surprise. The next tribe is Elementals. What do we think about the changes here? Uh, not much in the way of changes here. Well, the, the major changes here, no more Little Rag, uh, no more Master Realities, the new element, and no more... Um, oh, God. What's the name of it? The Avenged... Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Oh, Refreshing Light Spawn? No, uh, yeah, Dazzling Light Spawn. Dazzling Light Spawn. There we go. Yeah, that guy's gone. They, they replaced the Dazzling Light Spawn with this Dancing Barnstormer Tier 4 Death Rattle. Elementals involved Tavern have plus 2, plus 2 for the rest of the game. They're pretty similar. So I don't think there's like any major loss there. But Little Rag is gone. Also, Lieutenant Gar is gone too. So like the huge, yeah. massively statted Gars that we knew, knew of the days past is gone. They got replaced by... This gusting trumpeteer, which looks pretty bad. After you sell six elementals, get another random elemental, which seems pretty awful. Especially since Genie's gone now too, so you yeah, don't have a taunt gone. that gives you a free elemental yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, there's another tier six rock rock. After you play your an elemental, give your minions plus one attack. Swaps the health next turn. That guy doesn't seem that amazing, and I'm not sure how this element. It's all a surprise work. It says Divine Shield, this minion could triple any elemental. Uh, when we first saw us, we're speculating that, like, when you triple this with, like, say, a Wildfire Emissary, like, you have a Wildfire as a second Wildfire in shop and you have this on board, that it would give it Divine Shield. Like, you'd have, like, Divine Shield, Golden Wildfire. But that seems really, really strong. So I'm not sure if that's what they mean or if it just means, like, you could triple this with like, uh, you know, act as a pair with your wildfire, take a golden wildfire, and just be a, 
act as a regular wildfire that's 8-8. But I guess that's something we'll have to see what comes out. Yeah, we'll have to test. Yeah, because if you could get, like, if all of a sudden the elemental endgame boards come with massive, you know, divine shielded elementals on, for everybody, that's going to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. much harder to combat at the, during the endgame. Yeah, and got, I mean, Gusty tr- Trumpeter, is, it's a tier 5 minion. If that was like a tier 2 or tier 3 minion, that might not be as bad, but waiting to tier 5 and then you're not even, outside of Magma Lock, you're not even really as encouraged to cycle as you were before, it looks like. So, But they kept Elemental, they kept uh, Anomaly, so I mean, they didn't quite change the early game as much as they did with some of the other classes, but uh, Nomi's still there. So what do we think? Are we... Uh, uh, did did uh, elementals get better or did they get worse? I definitely think they got worse. Yeah. So like I think with Gusty Trumpeter, I think their their thought process is that if you already have Nomi, this is a good mini to have on your board to help give you more elemental cycle. Except the problem is you want to get Nomi on tier four, and then you want to kind of build up your Nomi count on tier four, and then by the time you either triple into this, it's going to be like so small. Is never staying on your board, or you know, and you're never going to be able to go up to tier five and get this as like a big minion, which would keep on your board for a while. So that's why I think it's just an overall bad minion. That's probably going to be like moved down a tier or like statted up a lot. Do we know what know, the triple bad. is for Gusty? Is it after you sell three elementals, or how does how is did that change? It's probably right? six get two. Yeah, it's probably six get two. Is what I would assume. It would be nice if it cut it in half and it was three, but yeah, but. I think it's also tripling it's going to be pretty tough because it's just such a piece of junk. It's like yeah. for too long. <laughs> Some pretty cool looking cards. Do we have any other thoughts on elementals? No, I think that's going to be pretty bad. All right. Nice and simple, <laughs> a simple description. What's next, Doc? Uh, yeah, so the next tribe we have is Naga. Um. Terry, how do you feel about the Naga, the Naga changes? Okay, so there wasn't that many Naga changes. Um, a big change is no more spellcrafts on Tier 3. So uh, Shoal Commander was removed, which is kind of a big one. Um, they did, however, move Event Tide Brute down to 3. But having like no, no spellcrafts on Tier 3 is definitely going to be very strange. Um, the new Tier 2 guys... Reef Riffer, Spellcraft, given minion stats equal to your Tyrant Tier until end of turn, seems pretty decent. And they increase the health you get out of Deep Sea Angler. But there's just, I think there's just less Spellcraft in general. Um, a new minion that got added though, the Silent Swimmer. Tier 4 Spellcraft, given minion plus 3 plus 5 and stealth until next turn is probably going to be a giant pain in the ass and probably way too strong. Like it's essentially like a 4 drop 8 8 minion with stealth. If you triple into it or just grab it early, which is obviously like huge stats for the tier, and like be able to give stuff like your Titus uh, stealth or something like that, like something important like your Myrmidon stealth and give it extra stats or something like that. I think it's going to be like a very, very, very good card, which I think is going to be a problem card probably in the future. This card seems like way too good in general. One thing they did change, too, that's going to affect uh, Naga as well is they made a change to Queen Ashara, right? So it's no longer your first spell cast, or your first uh, um, spell cast. It's, it's now your... the the. 
Oh, the spell. Oh, that's Lady Vash. Lady Vash. Lady, Lady Vash. 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 Lady Vash. But yeah, that, that's also a big change. I don't know why they did that to her. She's she wasn't like that amazing prior to uh, like before the rounds of buddies came out, and she became a lot better once Greta was put in. But now that Greta's gone, like she's probably going to be back to being mediocre again. And now they just made her significantly worse. So I don't know. Like, I think she's going to be probably like a pretty bad hero going forward. I think they're worried about having Deep Blue Crooner with her. Deep Blue Crooner is Spellcraft, give a minion plus one, plus one, until next game, improve your future Deep Blues. So I think you, they just kept like having one on board and the stat increase would just keep increasing and increasing every turn. I think they're worried about that, but I think like this is a minor problem compared to how bad the, the hero nerf was. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think they'd want to have... That's, that's, that's exactly got to be it, because you don't want to give a minion plus one, plus one, and then plus two, plus two, and have it just stick. So I, I can see why they did that. Really not a lot of changes, though, huh? No, not really, man. Troll Commander going is kind of bad. kind of sucks for them, because it was like really good for uh, Lady Vash, as well as Queen of Sharks, because it gives them a lot of tempo. Well, I think maybe moving Brute down might help him a little. But yeah, it's kind of weird that's not going to be here. But I guess it kind of got replaced by Deep Blue Crooner. Well, I think one thing we should mention is the new mana, the Zesty Shaker. Because that, that seems like that's a good opportunity to triple and in, do higher things. It's once per turn after you cast a Spellcraft spell on this, add a new copy to your hand. So is that kind of a, a potential line to take where you keep making triples off of this guy? No, it doesn't give you a new copy of Zesty Shaker. It gives you a new copy of the Spellcraft. So essentially, you get to Spellcraft twice oh. for the first one you cast on turn. Well, then never mind. Right? That's so, way less exciting. <laughs> yeah, so this guy's okay. It's like a little better than Lava Lurker, I guess, because what doesn't stick. But it allows you to trigger like a, a, a Thistle or Brute twice. But yeah, it gives you a second copy of the Spellcraft, not the, not the minion. I like my idea better. <laughs> Your idea is too broken, though. That's the problem. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why I'm not on the design team. Uh, do we have any other yeah. final thoughts on uh, Naga before we move on to the next tribe? No, seems good. Is, what do you think? Better or worse? Uh, probably a little bit worse, I would think. All right. But like, the, I think just Silent Swimmer is the only new addition that's really good. The rest is, I think, makes the tribe a little bit worse. So uh, probably just like a little bit worse, but not very many changes. But no. I mean, it's one of the newer tribes, so they probably didn't really feel like they had to reinvent it. Uh, it's only been around a year so. Yeah, I guess. But Doc, what is our next tribe? Yeah, so our next tribe is Undead. Uh, Undead got a couple of changes. Um, they got Incorporeal Corporal. Tier 1, 5-5, five, five. after this minion attacks, destroy it. Uh, like, I know it's a lot of stats for Tier 1, but I don't... You have this for, like, two or three turns, and then you just don't really hope... You hope you don't roll into it anymore, is what I think about it. Uh, but the card I am the most excited about is Xylobones, which is the four-tier... 5-1, after you summon a minion in combat, gain 3 health permanently. I really like the art on this one. It's three skeletons using their ribcages as xylophones. 
It's really good. Yeah, this card, that card is going to be very good. Xylophones, I think it's going to be like a battle master that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which makes it like a really good card. I think the best new card for Undead is Radio Star, though. This card is ridiculous. This card should not be printed. It's a tier 3, 3, 1 Death Rattle ad playing copy of the minion that killed this to your hand. This is the replacement for the Warden of Old, I think is what it was. Yep. The 3 3 guy that when it dies, you get one gold. And this card is ridiculous. You'll be able to get like minions that are like way higher tier randomly. Just like this card is just going to be like super efficient. It'll like always die. If you have like Baron, you'll get like pairs or Titus, you get like goldens and stuff. This card, I think it just like should at least be a tier four. This card, like at tier three, will, will be like like the best tier three card for like any tribe, probably. That's how that's how good this card is going to be. And uh, yeah, definitely should have been printed. Uh, I think outside of that, there's no major changes to Undead. The Possessive Banshee was removed, the uh, four drop give plus two plus seven. Uh, was removed, which is probably good because that was like the biggest step off minion that was available. Uh, also removed. Oh, and uh, the tier one, one for null was removed, yep. which I think was probably like too good for the early turns. It was like it would always end up trading with minions at like way higher tier just because the attack kept going up so much. So it was like a good minion to like, keep on your board for quite a few turns. That leaving is probably good for. The game in general, just not having tier one minions cons consistently trading with like tier four minions, just because like of its ability. The rest are pretty much unchanged. Uh, they have like a near tier four undead murloc venomous as well, but that one was also talked about earlier. Um, I don't think there's anything else that's changed. Like this is like the newest tribe, so I don't expect them to have changed it. Yeah, we weren't expecting much to change here. Um, but do we get better or worse? I think slightly better, just because Radio Star is ridiculous. Yeah. I like losing Ban Banshee is okay. Xylobones is good, so I think it's a fair trade-off. Do we have any of the final thoughts on Undead before we move on to the next track? No, sir. Not for me. Yeah. Not for me. All right. Better or worse, Terry? Better, you said? I think. I, think. Uh, I might have asked you uh, that already. I think a little bit. Yeah, better just because the Radio Star is so good. Yeah, and I just asked that like 10 seconds ago. Sorry, it's been a long day, fellas. Yeah. Sorry. I, sorry no about worries. That. Um, You're good, my guy. What's the next tribe? Uh, yeah, so it's Pirates, which I feel like Pirates got nuked. Because, um, like, Hogger's gone, Greta's gone. So, like, being able to super high APM Pirates with just stupid nonsense um is gone but they did get a uh, south sea busker uh which battle cry gain one gold next turn um which is it's the same thing they get a coin pretty much um it's not it's not a coin it's just one additional gold it's, you don't get a coin the, yeah. to your hand that's a very big difference that <laughs> is a big difference because oh, the court yeah that is yeah but uh so pirates actually are like they got like rip hogger but like they're actually still okay i think they're not as bad as i initially thought one they got a cleave in blake blake collector like it's a tier four three two also damages the minions deck to whoever this attacks uh 
they got a lot. They're going to be more glass cannony, kind of like how they were when they first came out, where a lot of their minions would have like very high attack, but like not much health. Like Blood Sail Cannoneers returning the tier three battle cry, gave your other plus, gave your other pirates plus three attack. Uh, Rip Snarl got moved to tier two. Whenever at friendly pirate attacks, it only gives plus three attack as opposed to plus three plus three. Um, let's see what else? Uh, Vanessa got moved. Reverted back to a 3-7 again, which makes it significantly better than the 3-4 she was. The Hogger Replacement, Wrecker Smuggler, um, at the start of your turn, getting one gold repeat for each friendly pirate. Like, this is okay. It's not obviously not going to be as good as Hogger, but I think it's actually probably a little better the first few turns you triple into it. Like, you'll probably have, if you have, like, a couple pirates on board, it just gives you, like, three extra, four extra gold. Not force you to try to roll to find other other pirates or something and gives you like good tempo so you can like level and buy minions as well so this is probably a little better for when you initially triple into it which hogger like while well, it was everyone's like dream i want to go get like four hoggers and just have like infinite money this could yeah. help get you to like turns where you have like 20 gold we have two of these or like a golden one on board and just like a bunch of pirates and also you got like you know 14 extra gold on your on your turn uh, no more Eliza kind of sucks. You don't have that tempo, that tempo anymore. Um, but like the ones that are added, all give you tend to give you economy. Like they added the the tier five upbeat pirate, and then every two turns make a random pirate in your hand golden. This card seems like it could be pretty good. The tier six after you spend eight gold get another random random pirate. Also like gives you a little extra economy. So like. The stats on these pirate, the, the upbeat impressionist and the fleet admiral tethers will probably need to be changed because they're probably a little too weak initially. Well, I think like they're not at nerfed as bad as everyone thinks. They're they're just like different. Like it's gonna be a lot more about uh like getting high attack. Like strong arm was the big one that got removed as well. So there's like no easy way to buff like your the cleaves attack. I, I mean health. Well there's definitely lots of ways to buff its attack. So it's gonna be a very like a very glass cannon glass cannony cleave as opposed to like one that just has like big stats in general, which is kind of better for the game, I think. Also kind of weird for pirates to have a cleave, but what do I know? I'm just a random guy that addicted to the game. <laughs> well well the one thing that I find weird is the upbeat um impressionist, because maybe it's okay, but it, it's the only card for pirates that seem to encourage you to hold a card in your hand as opposed to like the other classes which really kind of synergize with this and, and this one it's just no just hold one pirate in your hand you get the, the get it golden later so yeah sure it might be okay but it doesn't have a, a theme around it's not like a consistency where it's like i hold this guy it buffs this guy it does this it is it's just the one effect is that really enough for that um so there is the underhanded dealer. Granted, it's not specifically worded as a hold a card in your hand effect, but after you gain gold, gain plus one, plus one. So that is a stat reason to incentivize holding a card in your hand to sell. Like, I'm Also a big thing, though, upbeat impressionist makes it a golden, which is a huge difference. Like, one, you get to get a discover off of it, as well as, like, just gain the bonus golden effect of whatever it is that you're holding in hand. I think, like, it's going to be a very strong card, very similar to what Nosy, I think Nosy Looter, what it was, the tier 6 that was around before. Um, but uh, it's got, it's a little slow, and if you get around it being a little slow, 
and figure out ways to like make it faster like the neutral we'll get into, into later that triggers your end of turn effects twice i think this card will be very good yeah maybe i just i just see it as like i gotta hold on to this card but i really need to play it because i need to get you know i need to get vanessa out there and you want to hold it and what, i don't know it, it just I, I, yeah, it probably won't be for cars like vanessa that you held in your hand it'll probably be for stuff like Oh, I'm holding like a South Sea busker or, or a, a free dealing gambler or something in my hand for like a couple of turns, and then because and then goldening it, getting like an extra six drop off of it, getting you know your three extra gold out of it or two extra gold depending on what it is, and, okay. and going from there. All right, so are pirates better or worse now? Uh, definitely worse, but but also just different. I think like they still, I think they're still okay. Everyone thinks they're nerfed totally to the ground. I think they're still they'll still be decent. They just won't be like as fun as they used to be. It's fair. I mean, Hogger is Hogger Hogger games are the most fun games. That that they are. Well, they are also the most stressful. I <laughs> I know when talking to people or when I'm coaching people and I I get them into Hogger, they're all just like, "Oh no, oh no, panic time, panic time! I got so much gold, I don't know what to do." <laughs> but <laughs> but those are the games that are fun because it's not just like the same same thing over and over again. That's fair. So any final thoughts on the state of Pirate before we move on? Nope. I'm good. Doc? Yeah, I'm, I'm good too. All right, what's next? Yeah, so next class, or next tribe, I should say, is Demons. Uh, I can't remember his name, but a noticeable removal is the demon that would give your hero immune. Oh, Kathanantir, or Kathy, yep. as most people call it. Yeah, so he's gone now, so you can't negate the, like, Wrathweaver, and you also can't negate uh, Malazar, Prince of Dance, which I'm glad he's back, because we haven't seen him since Karazhan, um, which he's a tier 3, 5, 2, 2 refreshes each turn, cost health instead of gold. So they actually changed, there's a tier 2 card called Soul Rewinder. It essentially works the same way as uh, Kathy used to work. It says the tier two three one. After your hero takes damage, rewind it and give this plus one health. So d- does that get rid of it for an instance? Yeah. So like essentially, like if you play a minion for Wrathweaver, Wrathweaver gets buffed. You take a damage. This re- this rewinds it, so you gain the the point of health back, and this game gets bigger. So this is like Soul Rewinder is like the key to demons now, because a lot of the demon cards are all about uh, spending health. Or like taking damage, and this is the okay. way to for the damage prevention. So yeah, that's the biggest change to demons. Uh, is this card here? Is to make that finance here. So it's gonna get a big butt real fast, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna get a big butt real fast. <laughs> well, it depends if you have stuff to, that blocks it, right? Because there's, there's a lot of cards that deal damage now. But yeah, most of it's like uh, pretty. Like demons seem like they'll be pretty good. We have like a lot of early game stuff. If you hit this soul rewinder early. It allows you to do like stuff, like more broken stuff with both Grassweaver, which got a little bit of a nerf. Uh, buying stuff like Leeching Thalhorn for free, um, the Malachizer for like the free rerolls. Uh, there's another one, the tier five one. Tachondrias. Uh, imposing Percussionist. Battlecry Discover Demon deal damage to your hero equals to its tier. I mean, there's lots of uh, lots of things that deal damage to your face now. All right. That is, that's gonna be all negated by Soul Rewinder. So this is probably the 
Oh, there's also the yeah, the, the, the tier two backstage security to start your turn, deal one damage to your hero that just also negates. And there's all sorts of stuff like that. That's gonna be good. Like I think a broken thing for demons will be having Malachi Malachizer with Elise and Firestorm Firework Fanatic. Getting Ooh. like your free re- free rerolls every turn and get all get rewinded. Like if you have like multi- like a golden one, I think you get like four refreshes or something. Return for free and stuff. I think just like stuff like that is going to be kind of being broken, but we shall find out when the a patch officially drops. But that's why I would guess I think demons will be pretty solid overall. I think um, fire firework fanatic is also one of those ones that's been disabled until they fix something. It is. Yeah, yeah. they said it might not be back for a while, but that was the original thought on demon was rewinder, Malakizer, and then fanatic and Elise sort of stuff. Uh, we'll see. Like, it probably gets a little worse because of, that's gone, but I think demons in general are going to be pretty good. With the damage prevention. A lot of the consume stuff went did a lot of consume. We still have the, the picky eater and the Felbat, but. Uh, I mean, I guess we have. And Mind Mux. Oh, Felbat got nerfed, too. So, Felbat uh, doesn't, doesn't consume a minion himself. It's other demons now, which is a pretty big nerf on Felbat, in case you're unaware. Yeah, that, definitely, because yeah. then it doesn't a, scale, then you have nerf. a 9 5 out there. Yeah. Well, Felbat will still be good, but it's not nearly as good as it was uh, previously. And you can't just have, like, you know, a pair of Felbats giving you four minions a turn and just being, like, it's fair. Scale, a huge scaling on its own. Right. Any other... So are we better or worse now with Demons? I think we're better. Demons weren't that great before. The Felbat nerf sucks, but I think in general, Demons are better through, like, all stages of the game. Oh, also, Battlemaster got moved to Tier 4. was only three attack. Back to his old ways. That's also a pretty big change. He used to be a six at first, wasn't he? Or was he always a five? He was always a five. He used to start be at this uh, three attack plus one health for each. Also, when we're still at forty health, they got changed to a five one with one health and a five one with two health, and now back to three one with plus two health. Mm-hmm. We'll see how much of a change that is. Right. Any final thoughts on demons? Uh, no, it should be better though, which is should be fun. Like yeah, having no, more tribes any. being. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. My bad, Terry. I was gonna say having more tribes that are viable is always good for the game. Yeah, absolutely. When you when you because it always stinks when like you kind of are Bob kind of forces you in a direction and you're like I don't really want to take this because you don't want to play the quillbowers or whatever like that. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. Doc, what's next? Yeah, so we have the Quilt Bore. Uh, yeah, Quilt Bore next. Um, Bristlebach. Bristlebach is the greatest name. I love that. That's just such a great flavor. And he seems pretty strong. Yeah, yeah Bristle, uh, Bristlebach is actually decent. Uh so Elder is gone. Elder was junk beforehand. No one liked to triple into Elder because he was terrible. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're happy he's gone. Um, Ground Shaker got removed. I think that was one of the cards that made playing straight Quillbores viable. It being gone kind of sucks for the tribe. Now it's literally only about blood gem, putting more blood gems on your tribe, on your minions. So it kind of sucks a little. Um a few of the new Quillbores are interesting. The tier 3, for the rest of the game, your Blood Gems give an extra plus 1 health. 
battle cry. This is a battle cry. That seems pretty interesting. There's a tier four for the rest of the game. Your blood just give an extra plus one attack, which seems. This is a death rattle. That seems pretty interesting. Uh, those are like the major changes. Uh, there's something else that went away. I can't remember. A gamma gan's gone. Oh yeah, magma, 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 magma. <laughs> Aga Magum yep. is gone too, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so uh you got replaced by Bongo Bopper, like end of your turn, play Blood Gem and play two more on this. Uh I'm Aga Magum was wasn't very good anyway, so I don't think like its loss is gonna be too bad. I think like Quillbore relatively not changed that much. Um it seems like more stat scaling is probably gonna be more relevant. Lack of of true poisonous as opposed to venomous is going to be nice for cold boards because it could generate a lot of stats. The only thing that sucks is no ground shaker anymore, which was like good for a straight cold board builds as a because there's not a lot that provides stats on all of them. No, because like there's nothing that like if you spend a gem on similar to Agum to give like just stats until like you know end of the turn for them. A good way to just like dump your gems on one minion. I think you have to like manually spread stats to all of your guys, which is a little, little crappier for quals in general. I think, uh, I think the tribe will still be very good. All right, so we think better or worse here? I think a little better. Mostly because of changes to other tribes, honestly. The changes to this one. All right, I can dig it. Um... No gem splitter return though. I was kinda hoping we'd see that one no. come back. I don't think gem splitter is ever coming back. It's too powerful of a card. Yeah, I don't know. Cool Boar is just I mean, they were super powerful right out the gate, but like I never want to play into Quill Boar, so I wonder if that'll change. I like never I, mean, I always try to steer away from it as soon as I see it coming. Oh, I love playing Quill Boar. Like Prophet of the Boar, I think, is a card that I've that since they made the change of it, that generates a gem for every cool board you play, as opposed to only one a turn, got is like a huge was a huge change in them. It allows you to like, like a, like one or two profits, you could generate like four or five gems a turn. Have you had stuff like Agum or Ground Shaker allows you to just like use your gems like very wisely to like provide stats to your whole board. So I think like Profit was like a super underrated card prior to like this card was better at producing gems than uh, than Elder was. It's like a tier two. Right, so like Elder, you would probably generate like two gems per turn per minion onto whatever your key minion was, and this now this one could generate like four or five gems a turn. It was like really, really good. The main reason I like like playing Cool Boars, so I thought this was undervalued. Same with stuff like Agum and Ground Shaker uh, in this current patch. And didn't Thorncaller used to be Battle Cry and Death Rattle Gain of Blood Gem? Oh, yes, it was. It got moved to tier two, and now it's only Death Rattle Gain of Blood Gem. Okay. Also got his stats reduced. That was like a, a small change. I guess it's a pretty big change, but yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like a change that I don't think is going to be like a huge difference maker. Because they added the other guy on tier, tier three, the one that gives the, the your gems plus one extra plus one health every turn. All right, fair. Um, I mean, I I still think Bristlebach is 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 probably my favorite. I don't think it's going to be my favorite card to play, but I I just love the theming on it. Um, any other thoughts on um, Coolbar? Nope. All right. Doc, what's next? Yeah, so next we have mechs. And 
it kind of looks like mechs are going to be mostly about ma- magnetizing to other mechs this this go around. Um, I think it looks fun. Uh, so the the big one would be tier six polarizing beatboxer. Whenever you magnetize another minion, it also magnetizes to this. That one is like the tier six you want to shoot for, but then also the tier five at the end of your turn, give your minions plus one plus one for each magnetization that they have. Um, and there's like a, at least one magnetic almost for every tier now. So if you're going max, like the likelihood you find a magnetic is pretty decent now. Uh, yeah, Terry, Max what do you look, think? Max looks super good this patch. Like the early magnetic cards that were added are all like super super strong. Like the tier two magnetic at the end of your turn being plus one plus one provides like a nice little bit of scaling. The tier three one magnetic two three minion uh, start of your turn gain extra gold. This card is like super good. Um, the tier four avenge get a random magnetic mech is also seen super good. Like Max in general seems to like gotten. A massive, massive buff in this patch. Like all these magnetics and, and magnetic type cards that we've added are going to be like huge value throughout the course of a game, either by giving gold, extra stats, getting like more magnetics in hand, giving like more stats from the utility drone, be able to magnetize multiple times. Like you're going to see a ton of deflectos with like five magnetics on it. Or just like divine shields with like a ton of magnetics on it, and next I think I'm going to go out of control. This um, this meta, it, everything seems so good. Like it's not going to miss the cards that went out. Grease block going out doesn't really matter that much. Cyborg Drake going out provided good tempo, but doesn't really matter that much. Mechroll um, is going to hurt a little, but I think you don't you're not going to be like aggressively leveling for Mechro anymore. I think that all these other cards though are just just so damn good. <laughs> that like playing mechs is gonna be like like what a lot of people will be forcing just because it's gonna be relatively easy to obtain all the good cards because they're all like low tiers and I don't know, all the all the effects are so good. I think I just like droolers they keep on mechs now. <laughs> and I, I think it's important to note they did make a change to magnetic where you can now magnetize if you have a full board. Yes, yeah, so that change is very important too. It's quite nice. It's a, it's a very good quality of life change that they did there. See, I'm surprised. I thought um, a veteran like yourself would be like, ah, but back in my day, we, we had to manage our minions and make sure that we had the space so we could magnetize and, and we had to play around it. No, not, not, a, not a thing. No, it's nice because, like, even if you get, like, a little bit boardlocked by mechs, you can still magnetize, which is a very nice addition to the game, I think. I think, like, it was needed. Uh, yeah, I like, it's kind of something that I kind of wish they always had from the beginning. And it's, it's a pretty good quality of life change for everybody in general, from new player to old veteran like me to be able to have this change in and not have to worry about it as much. That's fair. Um, any other final thoughts on mechs from anybody before we move on? I think, um, I think mechs are good. I think I think this iteration of mechs is going to be stronger than some people would like. Yeah, people are probably going to get very annoyed with it, but you know what? It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. It, it, it definitely seems like... It, I think the interesting thing will be if... if, if 
one of the problems I have playing Battlegrounds is knowing when to kind of cycle out of a minion, even if it's good, um, to kind of advance towards the late game. Like, I'll hold on to cards longer than I should on, on my Warband, and I feel like that's going to be problematic here on some level where you just... You, you get a a minion that scales kind of okay and then you, you, you don't get out of it in time and then you lose because of it because you don't scale as well but I'm, I'm more thinking of myself than the average player i think all right doc what's next uh so next is all the neutral minions right. um yeah uh, uh terry what do you think about the neutrals all right so the major a few major things that got changed. Ball of Minions gets removed, gets put uh, replaced by Mistake. Uh, pretty big change. Ball of Minions is like a very important card in this this current buddy meta that we've been in. And that just like everyone was just like making big static balls, bolding it, and then selling it off to put like stats everywhere on their board. So having Mistake come in is kind of nice that they have like a tier one that's easily accessible. That just like on, on every tribe. As not like as broken as ball is, and it only being a one three is kind of nice. Like when the faceless amalgam, I think it was called mindless amalgam, whatever it was, the three four, when that came out like initially in like way 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 like oh beginning days of battlegrounds, it was like way too powerful. When it came back again, it became way too powerful because of its interaction with with um, module and poison. I think this is it's kind of like a good middle ground. It's like the stats are pretty crappy initially, but if you want to invest like a bunch into it long term, it could be like a very good minion for you. Um, another change is tier four upbeat duel. This is like the card that broke uh, Firework Fanatic during the playtesting. Choose a minion at the end of every two turns. This gives you a playing copy of it. Two turns left. So this would just continually repeat until uh, you keep getting more and more copies. And it combined with Firework Fanatic to really like skew the meta during the playtesting so firework fanatic just took it in the chin for this card <laughs> and got removed from the pool uh, i think this card is going to be really good just because getting extra copies of economy in your hand is pretty solid um another new addition is is Drakari enchanter it triggers your yes. end of turn effects twice this is going to be the card if you're playing a lot of upbeat cards that this is going to be the card to go after it is essentially the the rag buddy with much much worse stats and gonna proc all your upbeat stuff like way faster. This is a card that's gonna that's probably gonna be pretty good in some builds and probably just break a total brick in other builds. Like another tier five, you triple into it earlier. So like, why does Bob hate me so? I keep giving me this crap early on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the T Man replacement Boogie Monster is also an interesting card. So I think this card as like the first card you triple into in six, it will be okay. But multiples of them will be very, very awkward in that like one of them will be on tier one. Let me talk, see what the card does first. After you play a tier one minion, progress to the next tier and give your minions plus one, plus two. So essentially when you play a tier one, all your minions get plus one, two. Then you have to play a tier two to get the next proc. So if you get multiples of them, they, they won't be on the same tier. So it'll be hard to court. It'll take turns to coordinate them to get them onto the same tier before you can really get the, the, the buffing going, like of both boogie monsters together. So it's gonna suck if you get multiples. It's very. It's gonna be very good to initially triple into 
you kind of like buff your board, allow you to stabilize, but like getting multiples is going to be awkward. And then you need to find like to get out of it to find like either better scaling or find like a triple. It's going to be very awkward to manage. Uh, Do we know if it resets after you get to tier six? Yes, I assume it resets after you get to tier six. It goes okay. one to six, one to six. I one would six. hope so. No, I believe it stays yeah. a six, if I recall what I heard. Really? It stays a oh. six? That seems even worse. <laughs> it seems bad now, but it seems even worse. <laughs> if it stays a six. Because you think it progresses the next tier, but if it stays a six, it's going to be even worse. But I guess we'll find out when it goes live. I thought it, I thought it would just regress back to one. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. I could, I could, Either way, I don't think it's gonna be good. <laughs> I, I mean, I have secondhand sources, but I was, I was, I asked about this, and I always told it it stayed at six. So I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Um, yeah. Well, someone will find out. Probably won't be me because I think the card sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "Have you played Boogie Monster yet? Does it suck?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, it sucks." I'm like, "Okay." Well, confirmed. Metal Breaker <laughs> um, confirmed. Uh, <laughs> so Theo, Theo's gone. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, Theo was like the best card in a format for this whole time, so kind of good that it goes away. And like the replacement sucks, so uh, that's fine. It just, if this wasn't, if it wasn't so awkward with with two of them on board, I think it would be would have been a very good card. But like them being on different tiers is make gonna make it super awkward. I think. But yeah. Good riddance of Theo. He lived a good life. <laughs> He'll be back. Um, no, he won't be back. You no don't way. think so? No. He's too good of a card. That's fair. Um, any other uh, notable uh, removals from the pool? Uh, let me think. Is there anything else notable that can remove? I can't think of it offhand. But I don't think there's anything else notable. At least from first... Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess I got to take a look at the actual. That's fine. Patch. I mean, I'm not seeing anything particular either off that jumps. Yeah, they had a list of what was removed in the the, the other patch notes that came out today. So I did a quick glance to see what they. I forgot about. I scrolled through these fifty-six million years ago. They did. Yep. Minions mm-hmm. removed. Ball, arm, pen pal, team master, friend of a friend, alley cat, cave hydra, bird buddy, Aldrin, doomsayer, Kathy, piggyback camp, soul, oh, juggler got removed, that's a pretty big one. Oh, yeah. Old classic. Soul juggler, big friend of void lord were removed. Those were old classics. Swolfin, falfin, slinger got removed. Oh, party rock got, party elemental got removed. That's like a, an old classic as well. Seafood um, Slinger is a pretty big one to get removed. Yeah, it was gone before though and came back and then got removed again. I mean, the card is just probably just too good. Like the, it, it'd be able to just like give you another, like a reroll on your triple if you, if you miss it, as well as be able to like turn balls golden or magma locks golden and buy them with just like, I think it's just too strong. Uh, let's see what else got removed. Liza, we talked about. Witch Doctor, Banshee, Warbeard, yeah, nothing else. A Tavern Tipper Garden, that's the only other other one that got really removed. Right. I think that's it for stuff that got removed. I think everything else was. All right. Any thoughts on the new hero? Rockmaster uh, Boon. I think, it, I think it sucks. From my first read, it's probably going to be bad. Like, it's very slow. 
like three turns you have to have a card in your hand to get a copy of it. It seems very, very, very slow. So it's probably going to be terrible. Like most of the time you're going to be like without a hero power. You're definitely going to be without a hero power for the first activation, which is turn three. And then you probably not without a hero power in turn six because you, you're going to like take too much damage by like holding a card in your hand on the last turn. Uh, so you're probably going to be out of a hero power then. So maybe you triggered on turn nine. I don't know. Seems pretty slow. Like you get a pair on turn six by holding whatever card you want to hold, but it seems like it'll take like a bunch of extra damage for it. So it doesn't seem very, very exciting. I just think it seems bad. That's uh, the change to the change to Lich Bass is kind of interesting though. We didn't see it. Uh, one cost hero power, steal a minion Bob's tavern, take damage equal to his tavern tier, as opposed to the old hero power, which is zero gold, take four damage, gain two gold. I think this is going to be pretty good. It's not going to be obviously as good as the old hero power, which allowed you to power level early, and then you know blow people out in the mid game, which was always super annoying when you face like Lich Baz on turn five or six, seven. Well, I think this is just like very cheap minions for one, and like very little damage. So I think this card is going to be this hero will be very good again. Yeah, nice. Uh, it'll it'll make it. You can probably. Um... So you could have three minions on turn two pretty easily. So, yeah, it's going. I think you're going to be playing curve like a reform curve a lot with this hero, and just buying extra minions to take a little bit of extra damage each turn, to like set up triples and stuff. I think it's going to be very good. So I'm, I'm just go back to Voon. I think the only viable strat would then would probably be when you're playing Murlocs, right? Because you're going to want to have things uh, in your hand for that. Yes, but I think the Murlocs will take a while to get set up. For for you to have things in your hand. All the good things in your hand ones are like tier four or above, and you won't necessarily have them by turn six, right? So like, essentially you won't have a hero power for like the first nine turns of the game. Maybe you get one activation on turn six, but still like not very exciting. Like six turns of, of five turns of no hero power to get a copy of one card in your hand seems very, very dull and very unexciting. Yeah, is Magnalock still a strategy? Is that still going to be a, a good strategy, or is that kind of gone with the kind of change to economy? Uh, I think Magnalock will still be a good card. I think it'll always be a good card, just like because you always just want to like cycle a bunch of minions and have your minion grow along with you while you're doing that. Same with it. the tier four pirate guy that whenever you gain a gold gift plus one is going to be similar to Magnalock, except you have to have it on board like the whole time. You can't just like end on it like you would can with Magnalock. But I think they'll both be okay. Like, Magmalock's obviously better because you can end on it for the first turn. But, uh, I don't know. I think Magmalock and that guy will both be decent strategies, at least. Like, it won't be, like, your carry for the whole game, but it'll definitely be, like, a good card in your warband. Fair enough. Anybody have any final thoughts on any of these cards or the changes? Uh, I do like that Voon's hero power is his microphone but it's the bottom of his axe. And so if he has to fight, he just flips it around. So he can either <laughs> sing it to you or he can attack you. It's definitely a good plan. Like <laughs> uh, well, there was a, oh no, that was one of the changes. So Shutterwalk no longer banned in beasts. Dazoth no longer banned in lobbies at all. Mutanus now is banned in Naga lobbies. That's kind of, oh, because of all the, probably because of the scale yeah. of the, um, the blood gems there. Not the blood, the uh, spellcraft. Like the mutinous and Vulgin 
Mutineers and Vulgen now bad in Lyle obviously make them pretty bad heroes. Like, the reason Vulgen and Mutineers were good prior is because of Nagas. Like, you'd probably only want to pick them in Naga lobbies. And now they're banned in it, and now they're just going to be, like, bad, bad heroes in general, I think. Well, some yeah. of them have to be bad, right? I mean, the, the problem is there's too many of them that are bad and not enough that are actually good. <laughs> like, if you look at there's like, I think there's something like 90 heroes, and, like, most people probably consider, like, 10 heroes to be good, 20 to be mediocre, and then, like, 60 that are just, like, bad. So, like, it's kind of a very big disparity. And this goes from, like, being good heroes to or to going into the bad category. Does the armor help with that, though? The, the changes to the armor that they've made? Uh, not really. Especially now when there's no more, like, quests or, like, buddies to kind of help you take advantage of your armor. Like, and the tier unit state, leveling tier 5 is still costing 11. That's not being reverted back to 9. Like, Extra armor, it doesn't really do much when your hero power sucks. Like, it may let you survive an additional turn, but it's still just going to be bad overall, I think. Are we? Do we still only have 30 health with this patch? Yeah, still 30 health plus armor. It's They, they just want to be able to, to fluctuate between 30 and 50 as opposed to being hard set up the floor being 40. Yeah. It really didn't make that much of a difference, I don't, at least in my mind. It's a little hard visually because you're used to seeing how much health people have on the side to have like a rough estimation of how much health they have. But like everyone still starts at the same health level they would have started at when we were at 40. Just uh, it's kind of like a mental mental barrier for whether or not, you know, when you see 30 plus 10 as opposed to seeing 40, it just feels different. Yeah. You feel like you're much lower when you all of a sudden you're at 25. You're like, oh no, yep. oh no. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, Doc, but I'm kind of full. I think I'm, but I think I might have a little room for dessert. Okay. Uh, yeah, so listeners, if you didn't know, leaving review and giving feedback is a great way to help and support any podcast you listen to. Granted, we're biased. We only really want the good ones, uh, but we'll take any of them. We'll take any of them. Uh, but if you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it out on the show. You can email the show at breadandbutterhs uh, at gmail.com. And we'll read that on the show as well. But whether you like what we're doing or you dislike what we're doing, please feel free to leave a review. Let us know what you think. And Terry, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Terry T Gaming, or on Twitch, Terry underscore Sang underscore Gaming. Probably like the longest name anyone has on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> but those are my, where I'm mainly at. Or uh, I host tournaments on my tournament site, hsbgclub.com. We host a bunch of events. Uh, we host four to five events for just the club as well as community events every week. So it seems like there's probably like six tournaments a week on our site. Um, a few are free. Some are uh, membership, which is only $5 a month. But uh, they're all just like a fun place to kind of hang out and meet people and socialize and shit on each other. You know, the usual <laughs> getting together with the guys sort of thing. <laughs> for less than a cup of coffee once a week, you too can do BG Club. <laughs> less than a cup of coffee a month it's only five dollars per month Co coffees nowadays are five or six dollars man you, you must not go to starbucks sir <laughs> <laughs> sometimes but not usually doc where can people find you yeah you can find me on twitter and twitch at doc mcbutt and tito where can they find you 
You can find me at Tito Santana HS on both Twitter and Twitch. Terry, is there anybody you'd like to shout out this week? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Thank you very much. I don't think there's anyone I need to shout out this week. Fair enough. Doc, how about yourself? Uh, I'll shout out my brother again this week. Uh, so they had the, there was like this surprise award that they got. They won an impact award for the documentary that him and his friend filmed in South Korea. Um, they also won a humanitarian award two days later at the end of the year film screening. And y'all, here's a suggestion for you. If you live near or in a college town, find out if they have a film department. If they do, around the end of the semester, if they're like the university that's in my town, they'll have a screening of all the student films from like be, like beginner, like the freshman, and all the way up to the senior capstones. Some of them are not great because they're beginner and intermediate, but man, just watching how some people can like think of concepts and put in all the work to make a short film like of any genre, like there's so much work that goes into that. And it's, it's cool because eventually there's the potential of whoever you see could be like the next Quentin Tarantino or like the next Christopher Nolan. There's just so much talent out there. And generally those screenings are free. So find out if your university college town has a film program. If they do try to find out if they have a screening because you're missing missing out on some wonderful shorts if they do. And Tito, how about yourself? Well, I'd like to shout out to Wicked Good and Edelweiss and everyone else who has to now fill the enormous gap that Ridiculous Hat is leaving behind in the podcast space because they have a job ahead of them. And uh, I don't envy that. But we look forward to hearing what they come up with. And moving forward, I, I know we'll all still be listening. Uh, Terry, thank you so much for being on. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you. No problem. And I'm happy to come on. I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, next time around when there's new Battlegrounds changes and they reintroduce Quest and Buddies at the same time and everybody loses their mind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, I think that's it for us. I think we're toast. See ya. Bye. Bye. Slide two brothers meet one another when they slide up to the mic. It's bread and butter with one another. Let's start up that recording light. <laughs> <laughs>